Oh, yeah. What are you guys going to do? Well, start. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Two Nerds One Quest. I'm sorry, I was a little distracted here trying to get my iPad set up for this morning. I am your host and DM JC here with these two nerds because once again it is summertime and the lazy dragon tends to be lazy around lakes in the northern woods. So. He will not be joining us again. Uh, but that man on the ones and twos with the big old microphone in front of him, that's a Tom M. Norman playing Aeronaut. How you doing today, buddy? I am fantastic. Go Brewers, go Bucks, go Packers. And uh, you like my mic? It is a beautiful mic. It is a beautiful mic. You just, You know the amazing thing is you're doing all that and there's no sound of you touching that. That's freaking cool. Yeah, I... I really enjoy having a mic that works the way a mic should. Except for when the dogs bark and then you can hear them from all over your goddamn house. Yeah, exactly. I need to actually get a better mic than this headset can that I got. Oh, yeah, and that it. other man that you hear chuckling at Norm's jokes, that is one Ryan Crixus Kukta here to wreck some stuff this morning. Don't tell him, let's get him today, boys. <laughs> jokes is a uh, very loose word. Mm, no. I would not call anything are, I say jokey. You are it's a mostly funny man, Tom Norman. Mostly misinterpretations. Uh-huh. I do what I do. Intentional misinterpretations. There you go. More than likely, yes. <laughs> do either one of you want to recap loosely what happened last time? Dun, dun, dun. I'll get into it. All right. I'm going to start it out with a quick genius style limerick and uh as i'm as i'm writing this this morning um i'm thinking i really need genius back so <laughs> no kidding, uh, right? uh, all right our our heroes traveled to the prison at revel's end to see what valish gant would recommend the interrogation was a bust and we didn't earn the brotherhood's trust but we shit our pants and got high as friends <laughs> that works that works well and then I'll get into a quick recap uh, we did try <laughs> to head into Revel's End which was a prison um, to find out what one particular individual uh, Valish Gant had for us as far as information he did not um, he was not very forthcoming but apparently he does have designs to take over 10 towns. So we'll have to keep our ear to the streets on how that goes. But uh, long story short, when we left Revel's End, headed to Bryn Shander to uh, head across the Sea of Moving Ice later, um, we stopped back at, of course, the Belching Dragon and uh, took some shots, had some unfortunate rolls on our constitution, and... Um, decided to get high and have a 
chill night. Well, that chill night turned into Aranon making out with some sexy little vampire chick that nobody else can see and passing out in the middle of the bar. Is it really making out so, if only one person is doing the uh, lip action? Yeah, really. Yeah, I mean, I took it's kind of violent too the way she grabbed his head, <laughs> hand up behind the head, hand on the shoulder. <laughs> so Aranon blacked out, passes out. Now, what you see when Aranon passes out, Crixus, because you took some of these cookies too, when he hits the floor, he hits it and just ribbons everywhere, and his body's gone. <laughs> And these ribbons swirl up into the air and kind of join the pattern. And um, Ellie comes running around the bar and casts... Oh, what does she cast? I think she's going to try and cast a restoration on you. Um, I just got to pull her up because she has a restoration of some kind. And I should have had her up already. But she's going to come around. I think she has lesser restoration on her right now. Did I lose any hit points or anything? Or any life? No. No. You? Nope. This something's is all... going on, though. Oh, yeah. Something is absolutely going on. Maybe it's um, a shot of the phoenix catching up with you. So, yeah. She's going to she's gonna come around the bar. She's going to put her hands on you and cast Lesser Restoration. Your eyes kind of flutter to your face down on the floor. Um, actually, roll a d4 for me. Nope, nope that's a d6. I want a d4. I'll take a three. A three. Yeah, that's uh, three points of bludgeoning damage to your face because nothing really caught you. Um, so, like, you got a where your cheekbone is on your cheek, there's a cut there and it's just kind of bleeding just a little bit. It's swollen up a little bit. Um, but you instantly, the hallucinations back away down to a real minor level. Like, you still see occasionally, you'll see, like, a part of the, like, wood planks of the floorboard kind of flap up and be a different color, like a ribbon. But the wild, the wild um, ribbons in the air and the form of this woman that you saw, nothing as extreme as that. Um, uh, Crixus, you see when Ellie comes around and puts her hands, she comes around and puts her hands on the floor. And out of the floor jumps Aranon's body. <laughs> And he's Crixus laying there. Is fascinated. And he... Fascinating. Ellie, Ellie looks at Erna uh, and says, "You okay? Did I shit my pants again? No, you just you passed out. You had a cut like right here, and she cast cure wounds on you to heal you those three points. I. You just passed out straight on the floor. What? Are you okay? Am I still tripping? I'm. Uh, I'm assuming you're coming down from it. You're very like it's just random. Like okay. as you're looking at her, one of her eyes just kind of turns rainbow and then fades away, and back to normal. I some really hot woman appeared, and I just had to go talk to her, and she bit my neck. 
Ellie kind of looks. She's looking at both sides of your neck. She's like, your neck looks fine. I'm going to kind of reach around and... As you reach up there... I'm going to check, I'm gonna it, check the back itches. of my pants. The back of your pants are fine. <laughs> you reach up to your neck, it itches. And you can you like feel like like there's like two puncture wounds there. But Ellie doesn't see it at all. Here, feel this. Here. I'm going to kind of stick my neck in her direction. She, she reaches up and touches your neck. She's like, it feels fine. It feels like your neck. Looks fine. It's normal. I'm going to flip my collar up. Oh, do I have a collar? No, I probably sure. don't. I have a hood. I'm going to flip my hood up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a hood. Huh. And go sit back at the bar. Okay. Ellie kind of watches you get up and go back to the bar and turns and looks at Crixus, who's staring wide-eyed at this whole situation. Are you... Crixus? What are you guys doing? Are you okay? And her hair just kind of suddenly ribbons and outs like a Medusa. But it's all these colored ribbons that are looking at you. Crixus! What? Stop! Stop! And she grabs your hands. Are you okay? Ernon fell through the floor. He He has magic! I'm going to say, settle down, Nick Cage. You're fine. She is getting suspicious of the two of you. She she casts less her restoration on you as well. And things slowly, like her hair just kind of sits down. And then every once in a while, you get like one ribbon that pops out. And What did you guys do? What did you take? You took something, didn't you? I really like the speaker's cookies. Oh, okay. Don't do those outside of my presence. In fact, you should probably leave them here at the bar for next time you're back. Nope, those bad boys come with me. All right. I tend to agree with the lady, Aradon. Something, something needs to to happen here. We can't have that happen in in the in the wild. Well, now we know. And what if we need to commune with nature, and like go on a mystic quest? Like, what if we have to do something to oh, open up our so minds? Oh, so full of shit, she says. <laughs> no, I already pooped myself. You are the least religious person I know. What if, Don't get all spiritual on me now just because you have drugs. I can learn. Yeah, what if we need to what if we need to take a quick A side and do a trip and balls episode? I mean Be careful with them. Had you been out in the outside and passed out like that without anyone around or starey McStary pants over here as she points at Crixus. <laughs> like you guys would have been screwed. Well, yeah, but that's why like that. that's why I did it here. That's so cuz we we're in a busy place and now, now we know what the kind of, effects are. 
Yeah, you're lucky you didn't do that someplace like Luskin. Pass out, people would have stolen all your shit and went away. Oh? Your hair was alive. Bar. Your hair was alive with rainbow snakes. Okay, then. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. I was just going to say it. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, about that moment, um, the speaker comes bursting in. And she goes, I have a message. I have a message for you guys. Um, here. It's very, very urgent. Here. Go. Um, see. Open. Look. And you look at it. It's already opened. <laughs> And she read it, apparently. <laughs> and opening it up, you realize that there is, um... It's an urgent message from Duvessa Shane. Uh, she says that she has a, um, Duragar, which you guys would know as a dark dwarf, especially Doc, uh, would know this, that they have been questioning... And apparently, there is a group of Duragar in the north that are trying to create a Shardolin weapon to destroy Ten Towns. Um... It is, uh, there's a fortress, a Durgar fortress to the north where you will find a warlord named Zardok, Zardorok Sunblight, and his aim and purpose is to destroy Ten Towns. He wants to conquer all of Icewind Dale. need you to stop him if he gets this weapon created and lets it loose. It could spell the end of Ten Towns. Alright, Crixus shaking off the cobwebs and uh, as you, you know, shake I'll... your head there's like a rainbow that left behind from the lights. Um, and I'll turn to Aranon and say uh, th this threat is more immediate than than the eternal winter. We need to shift our focus into this warlord. Yeah. yeah I, I would tend to agree that immediate doom is more important than long term. Huh? So this guy is Z Zardorak? Zardorak. X-A-R-D-O-R-O-K. Was it Zardorak Sunblight? Sun? Sunblight, yes. Okay. And Duragar is his town or his home? Uh, Duragar is his race. D-U-E-R-G-A-R. Oh, -E -E They're dark dwarves. Like Drower Dark Elves. They're dark dwarves that live underground. Well, most dwarves live underground. They're typically like the 
think of it like an anti-dwarf. They don't get along with normal dwarves. The so Doc is hearing about Doc hearing it um, that there's Durgar. He, he's um, he's kind of up, uppity about it. He's like, we, we we must we must stop this guy. This is not. These guys are no good. This is definitely not a good thing. Um, Mr. Crixus, I'm trying to remember. Actually, JC, I'm trying to remember the timeline. Have we taken a long rest since we've been back? We have not. Nope. So no, we you could use a long rest, especially yeah. after what you went through. Yeah, we need no, we have the plan. Yeah, to yeah. leave in the morning. Yep. Um. The um. Nimsy has a. Uh, she's like here. Here's. Here's a map that she provided as well. Um, it was in a different envelope. Um, and it looks like it's up here to the north. Um, let me find... Oh, bo 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 They're crudely drawn with little stick figure elves holding spears. <laughs> yeah, pretty this... much like that. I mean, Devessa Shane is not a massive artist. And it looks like it's a hastily drawn map. Uh, looks like she didn't have a ton of time to be. Like, you can see her. It's not her typical. You've seen her letters before because you you've delivered them. Her handwriting is quick, errant, and you get the idea that speed is of the essence. Right now, it's probably about mm, 6 p.m., 7 p.m. Um, Please tell me there's a giant X on the map. Yeah, where where the where the fortress is supposed to be. Can I insight uh, check just to make sure I think that that really did come from Devesta mm -hmm. Shane? Yep. It's very good. Twenty-two. Ah, uh, yeah. There there are references in it. Um, uh, your dog's names. Um, Got it. A few other cool. things. Your your. Uh, there, there's just little bits and pieces like that that make you know that if this isn't her, it's someone that knows you incredibly well. Mm -hmm. Talks about the the other things um, that have kind of gone around, gone on around you guys in um, Brinjander. Awesome. I'm trying to find a map for you guys, quick. Um. So you go to. You gonna take a long rest then? That what your plan is? Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. suggest to Crixus that we probably just head in or head to bed right away, so we can be up early and take care of this. That's the plan. Okay. Um, I need a perception check from Aaron. On. As you can... head up to bed. I can do perception. I was very perceptive. Twenty. Um, as you guys, get, you get both. You get up. You're gonna share the one room that's kind of been marked as your room. Um, and you get up there, and you're getting ready for bed. And Aaron, on you take a glance in the mirror, and you don't see your reflection. <clears throat> and at the same time, you your neck just itches. Decisions, it's decisions. disconcerting at first. Like your your mind just like splits at the thought of like you get a it 
Actually, make a constitution saving throw, because this would give you a headache if you... Especially with what you've been drinking and everything. Seven. Seven, yeah, instantly. There's like an instant headache as the cognitive dissonance of looking into a mirror and not seeing yourself falls over you. Crixus? Good morning, Aranon. Um, I have a hypothetical question for you. I have a hypothetical answer, hypothetically. Is is it is it bad if I if I don't see my reflection in the mirror? Did you take another cookie this morning? God damn it, Aaron. No, but I kind of want to now. We should really leave those cookies here, but oh, uh come, come here. I don't know. Reach is he within arm's reach? Like can I reach over and like yeah. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to reach over and just yank him and turn his head and look at the mirror. What do you see? You see his reflection. Uh, Crixus. You see Aranon in the mirror. And you, standing next to him. I see a couple ugly pieces of shit. You ready to go? You... You can see me? Very clearly, you're a handsome man, all right? Let's get going. Christ. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. And you aren't wrong. So, okay. I'm going to grab my stuff and I'm just going to let it go because A, I don't want to alarm him as we leave and B, I just don't know what the hell's going on. You're starting to question your own perceptions. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. All right, so you guys head north. You mount up, pack up all the dogs. Um, God bless America. I've been trying to find this map the whole while you've had this conversation, and I have not. Hang on a minute. So just a, find a question. Doc yes. is coming with us, I assume? Oh, yeah, that's a great Doc, Doc is full-on full set to come with you guys because he has... Um, he does not like Duragar, and he's and a little uh, turnt that this is happening. Ellie is going to stay back and manage the bar. Yep. Got it. Oh, excuse me. Because I'm tired. Why can I never find maps when I want to? Um, Did you try looking under the bed? <laughs> I see what you did there. Or, or maybe, like electronic. maybe the couch cushions? Yeah, exactly right. Ice Wendell. Hey, how about that? Poster map of... Oh, that's the poster map, so that's not the... Zverf? That's just the big blank map. It doesn't have... Zverf Neblin are deep gnomes? Yeah, those are deep gnomes. Huh. Oh, I'm just uh, reading... I'm looking at chat because you're dwarves. looking for a map. <laughs> yep. Zverf Leblin are deep... And then there's deep... Dwarves and deep elves, basically. And Smurf, Smurf, Leb, however the hell you say that word. Smurf. It's too early Smurf, for that Smurf word. Neblin. Smurf, Smurf Neblins. Smurf um, Neblins. They're blue. Dark blue. Um, <laughs> and then um, 
Yeah. All that, all that good stuff. Uh, so why don't one of you give me a d20 roll as you guys head out into following the map? You got it, Kirk. North. You got it. Roll that dice. Fifteen. Oh. Fifteen. <laughs> you got eleven. <laughs> I thought you said. Till, I thought you wanted me to do it. Oh, who's doing it? Which one do you want? Aranon rolled first. We'll stick with fifteen. Fifteen. All My right. bad. All right. Sorry, Ryan. As you guys. Where the fuck is this map? Pardon my language. Um, yeah, why is it rolling around? Watch your filthy fucking mouth. <laughs> yeah, right. You are. <laughs> um, you guys end up heading north, and along the way, uh, it takes a couple of days to get there. And along the way, you end up. Uh, finding just no major encounters. Um, the weather is actually relatively clear. Uh, the dark sky, you end up seeing, you have a couple of really good nights of seeing this Aurora Borealis, and it's actually quite beautiful and quite peaceful, um, the, the journey to the north. Um, as you um, approach the mountain, range um your speed is slowed you're gonna actually end up traveling through the mountains here um it becomes uh very difficult to navigate uh, i need one of you to make a survival check whoever's in the lead here which I think is Crixus is what you guys determined. Typically yeah, you guys. <clears throat> I have a high survival roll, so here you go. Nineteen. Nineteen. Uh, yeah, you you move through. You feel like you're on a uh, good course. Um. Uh, the, the, everything seems very normal. Uh, you're taking your time as you move through here, uh, being very careful. A couple of times in the distance, like on other mountains, you'll see avalanches start and run down the valley, and the sound that that just creates in the valley is enough to make you pause and just check your surroundings and make sure nothing's coming down on you. And the wind howling through the mountains um, is, is very cold up here. It is slow going. But you eventually make your way to a large fortress that looks in the side of a mountain that looks kind of like this. If I can show you this picture here. Yikes. Big fortress in the side of the mountain. Um... And as you approach this fortress, the um oh where the hell was it? As you approach this fortress from my um 
what basically looks almost like a hangar bay at the top of the fortress. Um, from high above, there's a large, gr loud grinding noise as several sheets of ice suddenly shatter and fall. Now you're 200 feet away. These aren't going to hit you, but they fall to the base of this um, fortress wall. And suddenly, these great, huge doors of ice push o push and swing open above you. And from it flies this huge dragon that looks like it's made of, like, dark ice. Its eyes glowing golden bright, and it lets out a roar as it hurls itself into the air over the top of you and glides away from you. And turns... And heads right back where you were coming from, towards Ten Towns. Yeesh. Well, I don't like that. Um, I'm going to look at Crixus and Doc and say, uh, that's no good, right? That's not good at all. Clearly, Ten Towns is not equipped to battle a dragon with the immense stature as that, but... I mean, we can't. We, there's nothing we can do, because there's no way we're we, catching up we to could. it. We have to go forward. Yeah, we could not help from our current position. Can we sneak inside? Yeah, is the door still open? I would, I would, well, the door's 300 feet up. Doc kind of looks at you guys and says, I, as, I, I would like to um, go in and fight the Duracar. I'm really torn, guys. I want to go in inside and fight the Duracar. But Ellie, our bar. Uh, I, I'll, 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 I'll leave it to you guys. Well, Let's just be quick if we're going to go inside. I mean, you are more than welcome to make your own decisions. Crixus and I are heading forward, and if you come, you come. And if you want to go back and help out at town, you can, but I'm not sure what you'll be going back to. We can eliminate this threat, and to be fair, I think we'd rather eliminate the threat without a dragon in the fortress. That's probably actually a really good idea. Yeah, I, I, okay. Yeah, let's, let's go. Let's find a way in. We need your energy, Doc. Yeah, and we probably need yes. your weapons as well, to be honest. There is a small, oh, let's see. Entrance. You start looking for, um, like, an entrance anywhere. Unless, are you guys going to scale? Try and scale and get up in the... Where the dragon came out of? Or are you going to... I don't think you have Doc's... and climbing gear? I don't think Doc's little arms and legs are going to be able to make up the side of a cliff, are they? I don't like the idea, he says. Yeah, that's just... um, I mean, I I have climbing gear. I have to assume Doc also has climbing gear. 
Oh, we I did get climbing so gear. Do. We we yeah. got climbing gear last time, didn't we? Yep. Yeah. Um, let me let me look at Doc here quick. Collection. Now that I think about it, I don't think I have any climbing gear in my equipment, but I remember we got some. You campaign, we're stuck. I'd be shocked if you don't. Doc has equipment somewhere. The equipment. Do 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 do, do. inventory. Be right above your common clothes. Cloak. Common clothes. Cold weather gear. No. Called a climber's climbing kit. Nope. He doesn't have a climber's kit. Oh. Darn. Alright, Aaron, now we're going to have to find another way in then. Hmm. Alright. Uh, let's start making an investigation check. Um, someone make an investigation check, or someone can make it at advantage. You guys are looking. I have plus four. Yeah, do it at advantage, son. Oh, 19. 19. Uh, yeah, it doesn't take too long. Um, you find a set of stairs um, that lead up to a 10-foot-high double door um, on the east side. It seems, as you look at the doors, um, they're locked or barred shut on the inside. They aren't moving well. So, like, we... Do you guys all want to try pushing against them at the same time? How tall is this wall that's in front of us? The wall that's in front of you? It goes all the way, like, up to where the dragon came out. This whole thing is built in the side. You went upstairs, and on the side of this fortress that kind of juts out there's this gate to enter alright I'm going to have Crixus assess what the likelihood is that he would be able to use his climber's kit and breach the wall to try to open the door um, make an intelligence check Five. Five. Um, you're fairly confident you could climb the top, climb to the top and get inside and unlock the door. That sounds like a um, reasonable plan to you. Yeah, sounds like something Crixus would think. Um, what what material is the door made out of? The door is stone. There's a layer of ice over the top of it, but below it is stone. This whole thing looks like a massive stone structure built out of the side of the... Alright, I mean, I think Crixus is going to try to climb the wall. Okay. I'm going to kind of look at him and then look at the wall and then look at him, look at the wall, look at him and say, are you sure that's a good idea? I see no alternate means of entry. This is 
potentially the only way. As you go to put like hammer pitten in your first pitten in, the door suddenly and the layer of ice kind of shatters off it and falls to the ground and it pushes open. Make a perception check. Everyone, Are we all of you standing right in front of it? <laughs> I mean, I, think, uh, I I guess you push the right button. I have 21 on my perception. I have a 20. You guys both look around and you see the arrow slit up above and a dwarven face in it and a hand that comes out the arrow slit and motions to come inside. And then he... Wow, cool. I am going to pull out my daggers and kind of have them at my sides, kind of, you know how you hold the the dagger upside down so the blade is against your forearm? Mm-hmm. I am going to do that with both of my daggers, so I have them in hand, but they're hidden. Okay. And then I'm going to walk in. Um, and I'll go in first, because I have elven sight. Is it dark? Like, is it... Or I have d- uh, dark dark eyes. Dark, no, dark, it's, dark it's, sight. It's... What is it called? Dark sight, dark, dark eyes, vision. dark vision. <laughs> I could have been there all day before I figured that out. Um, there's a smoky haze throughout the interior as you step in. Um, you actually do see some uh, uh, like thin layer of smoke just kind of pour out um, and continues to do so. It's not heavy, heavy smoke, um, but there is a continual smoky haze from inside room it's very warm um most of the uh there's a just a a dimly most of these rooms are dimly lit as you walk into this first um room the ceilings are uh like 15 feet high in most areas um as you step into this first room here there are you walk through a couple of pillars into this uh, entrance area. Uh, there, there's a narrow opening on the far end. There's an arrow slit in the western wall. Um, uh, and yeah. Are you guys just walking in, or are you going in secretively, or what are you doing? Well, I mean, they know we're here, so being secretive, I mean, I can't imagine the doors opening and some guy sticking his hand out the window telling us to come in is... Although he didn't say anything. I am going to... Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stealth that shit. a group doing this as well i mean i'll try to stealth also yeah i'm i'm going to actually because i know that you know people with heavy armor and stuff is uh not necessarily the quietest i'm going to move myself away from the group a little bit and i'm gonna motion to crixus like hey i'm going this direction and i'll move i'm gonna move like 20 feet off to his right I'm not sure how big this opening is. Okay. Um, 
Well, the the air slit in the wall is large enough for like a hand. It's like three feet by like six inches wide. Um, looking beyond in on the far end of this room, um, on the eastern wall, there is this slit. On the far end of the room, there's entrance into a hallway. Um, as you peek out and you kind of look in that hallway, and this is a long hallway that heads out to the east and to the west just a little bit to a set of double doors. Um, can I get this to you? That's the question. Um, might be able to. Oh, I love the sound. So Aranon is going to the right. Crixus and Doc should probably head to the left and see if we can see where whoever was peeking their head out of the arrow slit. See if we can find who that is and if there's in that room. Okay, so you guys are going to head to... Um, it was up a level where you saw him. Sure. Um, the, so, Aaron, on your, which direction are you headed? I'm off on the right. You're off on the right. As you head off to the right, you come to a, uh, intersection. There's a set of double doors to your left and a hallway that heads to the right again, back on itself. Explain that again. Off, So I'm off to the right, and there's a door. Yeah, you're walking and you're turning. You think like you're heading up. And God, I wish I could get this map to you. Let me, find <laughs> it. Let me do this real quick, because it will make things so much easier. In fact, you know what? Let me... Are there any... Nope. Okay. Yeah, let me just do this then. Save image, and then... I'm playing with sound here. effects. <laughs> I, I hear like you playing with sound effects. Do you still have Hangouts, Norm, or no? Uh... Oh, I you can. know what? Let me do it via Messenger. Let me do it via Messenger. Um... There you go. Coming in via Messenger. Coming in hot. Yeehaw. Oops, wrong button. Uh, so both of you should be able to see that now because I sent it yep. to the group one. So, for I don't know if normal wants to try and get that up top. I don't know if it's necessary for this one. You guys are currently on the command level at X2 is the room where you entered. X1 is the door outside with a um, with that arrow slit. X2, you have that arrow slit on the east wall. Um, and if you went to the right, Aranon, and then the right again, heads to X6, to the left is to X4. That's that intersection you're standing at. Oh, okay. So I'm going to be, yeah, so if they're going to go to the left, I am going to be looking to the right. And I'm going to 
just kind of creep along that right side of the wall. I got a 15 on my stealth, by the way, so I don't know if that makes a difference. Okay. I'm going to be uh, slowly walking down. Where are you heading to? I'm heading X6. to... Yeah, X4, X6, or... and I'm just going to stop at that intersection where I can look left or right, and I'm just going to hang out there and just kind of keep an eye. Okay, look at... Oh, okay. As they go to X3? Yep. Okay. Um, do you just push into X3, uh, Crixus? There's double doors, yeah, wooden it... double doors in front of you. Yeah, also trying to be stealthy and roll the two. Sweet. Okay. So... So basically, I kick the double doors open, and it reverberates across the entire fortress. You're so worried about being quiet with your armor that you don't think the door might make any noise, and you push it open, um, revealing a low stone table flanked by several benches. Um, It's heated and illuminated by these giant braziers in the corner. Braziers. Not braziers. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> That's hot. Literally. Um, <laughs> what happens in this room? Holy shit. There's these giant braziers of glowing hot coals, and through the smoke, uh, you see featureless stone doors lining the walls. Um, kind of nodding off in the corner, and a startled awake is a female Duragar. Um she startles awake and sees you, and when she sees you, she calls for alert. Fantastic. She yells, intruders, intruders, Erna, make a perception check. Actually, don't even make a perception check. You hear this coming from the other room. You hear a voice yell, intruders, intruders. Grixis, uh, so- what would you like to do? Um, I guess Crixus would like to start running at her to try to, to try to smack her up. Okay. So let's roll initiative. You'll run at her and you, um, I don't want to write this. Um, Yeah, let's give Doc an initiative as well. Um, I got a 12. That's my initiative. Doc is is 17. Crixus, what did you have? 11. 11. So, Doc... Aaron on. Crixus at 11. And they are... Oh, I don't want to roll that. I want to roll... I want to roll this. Ooh! They roll a 19. Cool. So, as you come charging up towards her, um, she is going to um, 
swings. She comes. She stands up as you're charging towards her and swings with this war pick at you to hit you. Um, does a 16 hit your AC? It doesn't. It does Blocked not. with my shield. Uh, and shield up. Bang. Um, and that is her... Thing. Okay. So that's what she does. Um, then, pouring out of the room are three more out of these doors that are in this room are three more Duragar come charging out to see what's the matter. Uh, Doc's turn. And Doc is with you behind the door, so he's going to step in. He's going to roll up to that same Duragar that um, you saw and try and clobber her. Uh, let's see. And I'm not going to steer Doc very well, unless one of you wants to steer him. I don't know if you guys have access to a sheet. Um, Crixus, I could have access to a sheet. Uh, let me check. With minimal effort. Just give me a second. I was going to say, if you want to steer Doc, then drive Doc. That would be... Yep. I can just focus on the bad guys. Okay. So he's next in the initiative. Alright, give me 11 seconds here. Yep. Well, I like the specificity. Specificity. Specificity? I believe mathematically yes, that word. that's how long this is going to take. Alright, so I have his information. I will, let's see, he... Can I get up to any of the Durgar yeah. uh, with a any, 25 any feet one of, of movement? Okay. Yep, any one of them you should be He's able gonna to. He's going to go up to the biggest looking motherfucker and try to hit him in the face with the bulwark smasher. Okay. And so, let's see. I need to roll, and I can't roll with him. So I will, let's see, this is a 1d12. So... Oh, sorry. So, darn, does fourteen hit? Just, uh, not just misses. It misses by a little bit. Okay. Um, I think um, he has a second attack. I think so too. And so, second attack. Yeah, he does. Yep. Oh man. Last to hit. So. Less, ouch. Stock kind of surprised by him, charges up to the nearest other enemy and throws two, uh, two swings at him kind of wildly and missing them both times. Aeronaut. Sorry, you more hear this from the room. So I'm going to take one like last look like around to see if anybody's coming at me because I don't Nope. Clearly, don't want to get shot in the back. Um, so, yep. do I see anybody else coming? You see no one else coming right now. All right, then I am going to haul ass into that room. I'm gonna okay go back. Well, when you turn around, you can actually see one of them through mm-hmm. the open doors. The doors never close. There's one of them standing there down the hall from you. I am still going to run. 
up and I will take care of that guy. Or I'll go fight that guy, I guess. I, oh, I have to be on the right button. There we go. Good Lord. All right, I am going to uh, strong hand him first. Okay. Uh, actually, I take that back. You were there. Going... 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Yeah, you could get to the one. I'm, I'm, I'm actually taking my roll back because I am going to spear him. You're going to spear him. I am going to do the wrestling spear move where distance. you run as hard oh. and as fast as you can and you launch yourself at them. And it's like, think of a, a linebacker uh, nailing a wide receiver going across the middle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that Terry is what Tate's I'm. Terry Tate's office linebacker. Yes, Terry Tate yep. office. I'm gonna Terry Tate his ass. Okay. That is a solid ten. Fair enough. So you Terry Tate yourself into Actually, his yeah, so that's um, sleeping quarters, basically. Um, he sidesteps you, lets you in there, and he closes the door. <laughs> That's his reaction. <laughs> um, so you're now in a in a like basically a Durgar sleeping area. Um, Crixus, you see her not come flying through the room <laughs> through a door. <laughs> Durgar just kind of sidestep and close the door behind him. All right, the one that would be like in front of that door. I am yes. going to. I'm going to give him uh, a guiding bolt. Okay. Oh, man. Eight to hit. Misses it. It hits the door on the other side um, of him. Uh, just as just as this this door just starts to open, your guiding bolt hits this door and slams it open, and you see another Durgar kind of look out and like, "What's going on?" Damn it. So there's now four of them in addition to the female one there. Cool. I'm gonna yell uh, from the ground. I'm gonna yell from the ground. If Ellie was here, deal. we would have even numbers. This sucks. <laughs> All right, and then I'm. Uh... I'm going to just take a defensive posture and and pass. Um. All right. Uh, Durgar. Um, the female one is going to run over to Crixus. Uh, 14 does not hit your AC. Um, the one... The dock is in combat with is going to swing at Doc. Does Nopa 6 will not hit his AC. Um, the one that sidestepped Aaron on is going to move to Doc. And a 20 hit Doc's AC. Yeah. Uh, and then let's see what is their damage. Um, six points of bludgeoning or piercing damage. Okay. Um... Then, let's see, that was one, two, three, four. The one that peeked his head out the door is actually going to step out the door 
and you see him and he kind of hulk rages and doubles his size. Um, cool. Cool. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Sounds like fun. So that was the female. Feels like a thing. Uh, the one by Doc, the one that the went on went that way. Um, oh, this this guy. There's one more that's been... That is out there. Um, he's going to do the same thing. He's going to enlarge himself. Oh, hell. He's going to rage himself out and enlarge himself. Um, and at that point, four more doors open up. And Durgar step out. So there's a total of nine of these guys. To fight. Um, Doc. <clears throat> um. Alright, well the one right in front of him. I mean, gotta start somewhere. So Doc is going to... Just straight up uh, swing with the Bulwark Smasher. Alright. Twenty one to hit. Absolutely hits. Uh ten damage. Ten damages. Okay. Second attack. Twelve to hit. Uh, twelve misses. Yeah. Um. And then, yeah, Doc's just gonna say, "Boy, they certainly have the numbers." And then he's gonna second wind to get um another attack step. Or I'm sorry, action surge is what I'm action thinking. surge. Okay. Action surge. So that's happening. And same thing. He's going to attack the same guy. Okay. 17 to hit. 17 does hit. And nine damage. Nine damages. He's not looking so hot. Alright, and then his last attack. 14 to hit. 14 misses. Alright. Uh, that moves us on to Aranon. Aranon, you're in a Durgar quarters with a door closed. How close am I to Crixus and his guy? You can't see anyone. You're inside a small room with the door closed. <laughs> oh wait, which which room am I in? Which X? You went charging. You went charging into down the hall. Mm -hmm. You're in X three. Ah. Charge straight down that hall. You dove in that door, that small five foot five five foot room. Mm -hmm. You dove and he sidestepped and closed that door behind you. So mm -hmm. you're in that little tiny room in the middle on the gotcha. east wall or west wall. <laughs> which and which room are they in? They're in X3, the big main room. So we're all in the same room and 
I can't see that. Yeah, everyone's in that same room now. Uh, no, you're in the small, little, tiny side room. You're looking at the command level, correct? Yeah, X4. Okay, X3. Yeah. At X4, X3, you went down and looked both ways, but you were still in that hallway? Yeah. They went to X3, so you backtracked when mm -hmm. you charged. You backtracked into that room all the way to the far east. You see all the little block rooms that are yep. lined that room? Yep. Those are. This is a barracks. Those are all dwarves. Oh, so quarters. I went into one of the small, small... Okay. Yeah. That's where my confusion is. Yeah, I'm like, how do I not see them? Yeah. Yeah, he... Well, because he closed the door behind <laughs> When you dove in, you're on his bed or something. Inside. No, I, I, I thought I was just in the actual doorway, and he closed that door behind me. Oh, okay. No. Okay. You, you just don't have a band. No, he can't... He came up. He came out of his room. Basically, you dove at him. He sidestepped and then closed the door on you in his room. All right, I am going to strong hand him. Well, first of all, am uh, I prone? Ooh. You're in a room by yourself. Oh, he left the room. Okay, I'm catching up here. Yeah, he well. came out of his room. He came out. Well, <laughs> he came out right. into the main area. You dove. He went. Oh, hey, how convenient! And closed the door on you. All right, well, I am going to the door, and I'm going to open it up. Okay. And so you use half your movement to stand up, and then you move through the door. <laughs> you open the door, that's your action. Uh, how far away you have a bonus is... bonus action, or you can move 15 feet. If you move into that room, you can move into the presence of someone. If you move out of that room, you're going to take AOs. I'm moving into the room. So Okay, so you move into the room next to a guy. Ready where, to fight with him. You have a bonus action. Where's Crixus from me? Uh to to the southern part of that room. So I would move Because that arrow slit was where the, the female dwarf was and he yep. ran that direction initially. Okay. And those couple of doors at the bottom are where they're fighting. They're all kind of in those four squares down there. Okay. Because mm. a square equals ten feet. Just so you're aware. Okay, so it's gonna. I'm not gonna be able to make it to Crixus, but I'll make it a little ways. Uh, correct. Yeah. Okay. Well, I will head towards Crixus because uh, when would... when you come out the door, there's a Duragar right there. Yeah, he only big. he only has five more feet of movement anyway. So. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'll fight him then. <laughs> I was gonna say, could you have anything you can do with your bonus action? Yeah, I can use my. My offhand. I have both my daggers. I can offhand them. You can't offhand attack unless you main hand attack. Oh, really? And you used your yeah, and you used your action to open the door. I, I can do an unarmed strike, right? As action. a bonus action? Yeah, I have That's bonus an action, action unarmed strike. That's as a dual wield. To dual wield, you need to take your main hand action, your main hand attack. It doesn't say anything about dual action. wield for unarmed strike. It just you're gonna drop your. I'll give it to you, but you gotta drop no, your dagger to do it. Uh, no, I'm gonna kick him in the nuts. That would be an unarmed strike. That would be a footed strike. That would be. I, <laughs> mm, I'd have to look at the. Because you you can't attack unless you have an action. 
because the attack action is the action. There is no bonus action, attack action. That's part of your dual wield. I'm ninety nine percent sure. That's where I'm gonna rule it. I'll look it up or just Oh no, I'm 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 looking at the wording. When you use the attack action with an unarmed strike or a yep. monk weapon on your turn, you can make one unarmed strike as a bonus action. Yes. There you go. Yep, so that's a dual that's a monk monk thing. So you gotta take the attack action. So do you have any other bonus actions that don't involve attacking? I can dash. Right. You could dash. You could bonus action dash. You're going to take some AOs, though, if you do that. But you get yourself near Crixus and dock if you wanted. I will dash. Get up. Okay, so this guy is going to take an AO on you. Which, where is he? Oop, that's not what I wanted. This guy is going to... Um, does a... Oh, do-do-do-do-do-do. A 10 does not hit your AC. I'm a 10 does not hit. All right. What we're going to do with all y'all piled in the corner there, we are going to... Actually, Crixus, let's take your turn, because that'll put us at the top of the order then. Yep, sure. So... This is, this is going to muddy the waters a little bit, but Crixus is going to cast his spiritual weapon okay we need more fighters in this battle mm -hmm. and uh i'm gonna cast that spiritual weapon next to doc and the on the one he's been fighting on the one that he's been fighting that has taken damage okay so um i'll immediately attack with that one just to clean that up and that's my okay. bonus action so what does your spiritual weapon look like? It is a whip. And only 10 to hit. So that is not going to get the job this, done. This whip appears out of nowhere over the top of the Durgar's head. and Everyone kind of appears to look at it. Um, and then we will start at the well, top. And then I'll, of, I'll well, take you have an turn. attack. Yeah, I have an yeah, attack. You have so your attack. I'm going to go after the female... That kind of raised the alarm. Okay. And just attack with my hand axe. And that's 17 to hit. 17 does hit. 9 damage. 9 damages. Alright. Hey, side note, JC. Do you got a heart out at 930? Yep, and that's kind of where we're going. I just played out uh, Crixus's turn to get us to the top of the order. Alright, good deal. So we'll start with the Durgar next week. Boy, we are in the soup right now, boys. I... Yes. Yes, we are. We are... Uh... Boy, oh boy. Got yourselves in a pickle here. <laughs> yeah. We keep waking them up from their little nap cubicles here. <laughs> Ooh, that's loud. Let's pop that down. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to roll better, especially if I'm rolling for both Trixus <laughs> and Doc. I can't I be rolling agree. eights and sevens all day long. So I would agree. 
I I need a break here too to to uh, bless myself and and pray to the dice gods. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Plant Lamp said it's toilet soup. It is very much toilet soup. Yeah, it, it is a shitty situation. <laughs> All right, since uh, you have to be gone, JC, why don't you vote on a title? I will call. I will talk oh, us yeah. out. That is a good idea. Uh, so we that. are cutting it short today. JC has a hard out at nine thirty, <laughs> followed by a hard in. <laughs> um, Ayo. Ayo. But we'll be back next week. Um, next week is the twenty fifth. I think we are going to be back. I don't think I am going anywhere. Uh, I will put you on notice. In theory, I'm not going anywhere. Um, but we should be back. Uh, we are Two Nerds, One Quest. You can follow us anywhere that you can find us online, Twitter, uh, Patreon, uh, my website, which I don't promote because I guess why would I? Yeah, you can, <laughs> only, get, you can only get stuff there, I guess. You can subscribe to the podcast, which is back up and functioning. Um, so you can yeah. anywhere that anywhere that you have uh, podcast feeds, you can go and find two nerds one quest number two nerds number one quest. So patreon.com slash two nerds one quest, twitter.com slash two nerds one quest. <sighs> you can follow us Ta-da. all on Twitter as well. We are all on Twitter, which you will see in the ending card as I spell it out for you. Um, give us a follow. Tell people about it. Uh, join our Patreon, uh, get some cool, fun stuff. Um, we, I am waiting for the next fan-voted encounter because I am very interested to see what that entails. Um, we do that monthly. Well, we JC puts up a post monthly, and uh, at a certain tier, you can vote to see what we do, and then he incorporates that into our game. We've had some fun ones so far. Um, so because we are on a short leash here, uh, for me, for JC. Cookies were part of that. For Crixus. And for the genius Lazy Dragon who is missing in action. Well, he's not missing. He's up north. We shall catch you again soon, and we will be back after this outro. The soup, it stinks. Brutal. Dear God.